the Photo Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Grace Costa, a commercial photographer of over two decades, a photo-based artist and a photography mentor. This podcast opens up a secret diary about the world of the photography industry. We'll bring you inspiring interviews with industry professionals, as well as stories and tips to help you propel through your photography journey, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's open the latest diary. Hi friends, welcome back to the Photo Diaries podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the art of photographing events like a pro. Now I've been photographing events ever since the beginning of my career. I first started shooting weddings and then as my career evolved uh, into more corporate um, sort of photography, I started photographing uh, conferences, social events like parties and um, cocktail parties and things like that, VIP occasions and military parades. Throughout this episode, I'm going to discuss each of those aspects of event photography and what sort of things you should consider to help you photograph the event like a pro. So let's start with weddings. Now, weddings are so much fun to photograph. I used to love it. And uh, a girlfriend of mine that I studied photography with at TAFE, we used to pair up and shoot a wedding together, whether it was her client or my client. Um, and what I learned from photographing weddings is that protocol is very important, especially during the ceremony where everyone is silent, the priest or the celebrant is there trying to focus and give the couple a beautiful ceremony. And it's up to you as the photographer to sort of feel the room and if the room is quiet, you don't want to be walking in there, blasting your flash, hitting your shutter at motor drive and just making a racket and a menace of yourself. So I think um, that was my first lesson in knowing how to behave in front of a large audience. When you're photographing a wedding, you want to be considerate of how much you're using the flash, especially in a church or small chapel. Uh, it can be quite distracting to everybody and people are seeing that flash go off. They're trying to focus on the bride and groom. They're trying to hear the vows. And then the photographer is just scurrying around and flashing all the time and weaving in and out of people. You've really got to behave accordingly and be really discreet. That's what I, um, that's my tip for, for weddings anyway. Uh, and when you're photographing the groups and things like that, always be polite with people. Um, say your please and thank you and ma'am and sir, if you want to work that way, you can. Uh, unless you know people's names, they always appreciate their names being used. So I, I think that's um, something you should make an effort to do when you're shooting weddings. So if we're to talk about now um, how to photograph a conference like a pro, I have done my fair share of conferences over the past um, 20 plus years. Most of that time I was a photographer at the Department of Defense. So the types of conferences I was due to attend were more formal corporate style conferences where things are taken quite seriously. What I found was really vital is when, you know, I get tasked for a job like that to liaise with the event organizer and they sometimes know what they want they may have a a schedule of events so i ensure that they always send that to me before the event 
And also when they send that to me, I double check the day or two before the actual event that there hasn't been any updates to timings or to speaker um, speakers on that list. So ensure you've got an updated uh, schedule of events for a conference. And it's important to liaise with the staff to ensure that they've created or even thought about branding their conference. And what I mean by that is branding the conference room. So if they haven't thought about it, and sometimes they haven't, suggest that they bring their um, their banners. So they're these tall fly, like, like these tall banners that um, are from the ground and they sort of sit on the ground on the stage. And it just sort of places that conference in the time and place of where it was at. So it might say it was at the Hyatt Hotel on the 26th of January and it's for Omni Group. So you're, you're seeing the brand of the company, you're seeing where it was at or whatever their banner design is. They may not have made one specifically for the event. In the past, I've photographed the Nursing and Midwife Awards for ACT Health and they always have brand new event banners specifically every year for the awards night. Other companies might not do that, but you could just suggest do you have any banners you could bring along for the conference just to brand the event, put it on stage so it doesn't look as bland, and it also just puts a time and place to your photos. Otherwise, as a photographer, you're photographing a speaker or um, if there's presentation of awards, they're just going to be against a black background. And, you know, we want to make it more interesting for us and for your client. So think about inviting the client to consider those sort of aspects to make the images that next level. Also, when you're photographing a conference, usually you're there to photograph the speakers. And when I have a schedule of events printed out into my photography bag, I like to tick off the speakers that I photographed so that I know where I'm at. I know that I've, um, you know, done everything that's needed before I leave the room. So when I'm photographing the speakers, the way I do it, and I notice other photographers don't do it this way because I've had photographers work for me in the past, they will be on their 70 to 200 mil lens at the back of the room photographing the speaker. No, please no. <laughs> please be brave. Step to the front of the room in front of everyone. I know it can be daunting, but this is the way I do it. You just sneak in quietly, take a few shots with your 70 to 200 mil lens, tight on the speaker, snap, 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 move away off to the side of the stage, out of the way, people aren't seeing you, and you are there literally 30 seconds. While you're on the side of the stage, review your pictures, check everything, check your focus, check for gestures. Are you happy that you captured flattering images of this speaker? If you're not happy, go back in, one, two, three, four, take another four shots, step back out onto the side of the stage. You're not interrupting the audience. You're not interrupting the event. The speaker isn't distracted by your constant flashes. The speaker isn't distracted by your constant flashing, your constant motor drive, um, and your presence. They can be quite distracted by your presence if they're not um, a seasoned speaker. So you have to consider those things. And you don't want the audience focusing on you either. So just get in, get a few shots, get out. Try again if need be and do that multiple times. If you need to photograph that speaker four times, go back in, 
come back out, go back in, come back out, give it some space. As well as um, photographing the speaker, also try the speaker, I didn't mention, uh, try the speaker at different angles. So left side, right side. And try and get some branding in the shot as well, whether there's um, something on the screen, some banner on the stage, try and get that in as well. Maybe it's on the lectern even. Okay, so when you're at the conference, make sure you get good room shots. And I don't mean empty room. I mean, stand by the side of the stage, look down at the audience and get your widest angle lens and photograph the room. The client will want a shot like this to put on social media, to put in their flyers for next year's event. If they're going to repeat a similar event, they want to show how many people attended last year and build the buzz with these images. And when you've got the uh, multiple wide room shots, put on your 70 to 200 mil lens and zoom in and do people shots, people sitting at the tables, people laughing, people having a good time with each other, next to each other. You're going to need close-ups of people at the table to show who attended the event, to show um, that people were having a great time. These images will be used for the client's social media as well as the same branding I mentioned before for the next year's event. And then when you're at the conference, there'll always be a breakout session. Um, so ensure you're getting social images there, showing that it was a fun event and people attended. Try and um, focus on large clusters of people to show the event is full. Uh, sometimes I've photographed events and there's not that many attendees, but they want the event to look awesome. <laughs> and it's really um, tricky to try and make that look, look full. So try your different angles, try your layers uh, where people are standing behind one another and things like that. Con uh, be conscious of your framing so that things look full um, and just use some tricks to make the eye seem like uh, that event was, <laughs> was a sellout, sellout show. So now let's move on to social events. I've had to photograph many cocktail parties at the Governor General's house when I was employed by the Department of Defence and that also considered protocol. So when you're photographing a social event, you've got to consider the host, you've got to consider the main VIP, uh, say if it's a celebrity or um, you know an important military person or an important parliamentary person. Look, I work in Canberra, they're the types of people I photograph, the nation's capital of Australia. So um, you've got to consider them, you've got to be polite to them always and not ask too much of them. When I was photographing at the Governor General's house, right from the beginning, when I first got there, they would brief me and say, you're not to instruct the Governor General on where to stand or what to do. So you just basically have to capture things as they are, document the event and not arrange things. So I had to be considerate of that type of thing. But in other social events like parties or um, engagement parties or things like that, even um, end of year balls for corporates uh, or large teams, what else can I think of? Yeah, let's say a ball, for instance. I, I'm an extrovert, but when it comes to photographing social occasions and having to photograph groups of people, in the beginning, in my 20s, I was really nervous about that and I didn't like shooting events because I was nervous about that. So I had to find a way to get confidence in asking people for the photo. 
So I think over time, I built up some confidence and a strategy that has helped me ever since. So when I'm at a social event, I now interrupt the people who are talking in a cluster, because often there are clusters of people. And when I'm interrupting them, I just say, excuse me, do you mind if we take a photograph of the group? Simple as that. And then people will turn in, they'll pose for you and allow you to take a few shots of that group of people. Again, I'll go up to the next lot of people and say, excuse me, do you mind if we just take a group photograph of you and your friends for, um, you know, McDonald's social media, for instance, and they know what it's for. They know that um, there's a professional photographer there that's there to do a job and they will be obliging. I don't think I've ever had anyone say no, decline my offer to, to be in a photo. And if they are, that's fine. They just opt out and then their friends will be in the photo instead. So it's not a problem, but the key there is to, to just, you know, politely sneak yourself into that group and just ask for the shot. Try and get as many social group photos as you can because uh, your client really wants lots of different groups of people. They're going to use those photos for social media, for um, marketing for the following year. And sometimes they do like a digital slideshow on a massive TV screen um, during the end of the event or um, some other occasion to show people, you know, themselves at the event and how good it was and reflect on it. So get as many as you can. Yeah. And also use your long lens as well. If you want to just sort of do shots of people looking through the crowd, people smiling, look for the gestures that are positive. Don't photograph people who have their arms folded and are grumpy and got food in their mouth and things like that. They're not going to use shots like that. So always just observe, look around the room, wait and see what people are doing from a distance and then pick your moment, pick up your camera, look through the lens and go, yep, 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 snap, 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 and then put it down, move around, different angle, different location, look for somebody who's interesting, people having a good time. Also consider your backgrounds. So when you found some people to photograph that you think look good, look at the background. Make sure it's clean or interesting or part of the brand or shows the location where you photographed. I know when I've um, worked for the National Portrait Gallery in the past, part of their brief is to show portrait gallery branding in the background as much as possible. So, um, yeah, try and keep that in mind. Your backgrounds are really important to help tell the story of this social occasion. Another event type is award nights. I've done so many award nights and I like doing them because they're pretty easy. Once you photograph the conference aspect of the awards night, the speaker, the room, the people, then there will be a section where you're um, photographing the um, award recipients coming on stage and receiving an award or a medal or something like that, a handshake moment. Now, before the event starts, you should have practiced your lighting at the position where they're going to receive the awards. You're going to know that your banners are in place that are facing the direction that you want. Um, and you're going to make sure that everything is the way you want it as the photographer for an award ceremony. In the past, I've turned up to government award ceremonies and there's just been nothing there visually for me, the photographer. And I've just stood forward and said, do you mind if I change this because I want the photos to look really good for you? I'm just going to put a banner here and here 
and I'm going to move the left into the left. Will that be okay with you? And they'll usually go, yes, Grace, whatever you want. You make it, you know, the best you, you want it to be. So they're always obliging with that type of thing. So then when it comes time to photographing the recipients getting their award, everything is tidy. Um, shoot it tight. You do not have to shoot this full length. In fact, I never shoot a full length. I do it horizontal and tight because the handshake is up high. They're holding the award or the trophy up high. So do it a tight horizontal shot. It will look tidier. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day, your shots, you know, you want your shots to look good and you want to impress your clients. So mm, that's my suggestion. <laughs> and then overall, when you're photographing events, be polite be courteous, be discreet as possible. You want your client to forget you are even there because of the way you behaved. You want to sort of, you know, um, slide into the background, but capture all the shots that they expected and then extras that they didn't expect. So you want to surprise and delight them with your manner. You want to surprise them and delight them with your deliverables and you want to have a good time. You want to leave an impression on them and the attendees because, you know, you're not only representing your company when you're attending these events, you're representing their company. So they want you to be a courteous and beautiful human being, which I know you can be. <laughs> so um, now hopefully those, those little tips will help you next time you are out there shooting an event. And it will help you up level and shoot like a pro now that you know the secrets. Because nobody shared it with me. I had to figure it out myself. So that's why I thought this one would be a great topic to talk about. So you can start shooting an event like a pro. If you have any other questions, simply DM me at Grace Costa Photographer on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any questions you have around photographing events. But until next time, my friends, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed this one or share it with a friend you think uh, would find it valuable. Until next time, friends. Bye. That's it for today's episode. If you found it valuable, I invite you to leave a review so more people can find this podcast or simply subscribe to be notified when each new episode drops. Until next time, see you later.